This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everyone, to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. This is the amazing Spider-Man returning. And with me is... Andrew, never too far from Splooch. From Splooch. I can't get it out. (laughs) (laughs) I am a child. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? Let's talk about Spider-Man shit, the last of the trilogy. Yes, so we're here with Spider-Man No Way Home, the concept art for it. There's a lot to cover here, because... I mean, there's a lot to cover in this movie. This is a packed movie. It's our favorite out of the three. And uh, I guess we can go right into it. There's a lot to let's go over. Let's do it. Let's just uh, jump, right, let's jump right on in. Just right into the splooge. <laughs> let's just so, jump right in. Uh, of course, we've got the opening where it just picks up right after Far From Home, where they are, you know, basically Peter's identity has been exposed. He moves MJ out of the way. This is kind of one of the concept art for the scene where they're both on the bridge. With MJ, uh, I mean Spider-Man, talking to Ned on the phone, uh, helicopters whirring all over the place, and uh, this is another shot of everybody being outside of the apartment that Peter and Aunt May live in, uh, sort of taking photos or wanting to get a piece of Peter and his fame. Uh, so I don't remember this specific shot in the I movie, but uh, like this, the sentiment is there uh, in the film. Uh, this is another one where tons of people are taking photos of Spider-Man being Spider-Man. Uh, on a little, like, water tower thing, so I don't remember this in the movie. This looks like a sort of them playing around with different ideas of, of different yes. scenes, I think. Uh, and this is a more crowded version of the high school that Peter goes to, uh, where people are taking <laughs> selfies. We kind of had this in uh, in the movie, but not quite this shot. This is a, well, I guess the whole school is just in one hall, but it just seems yeah. like a crowded-ass school. Yeah, yeah, due to this. Uh, somebody's got a drone filming all this too <laughs> on the left. I don't know about oh my that. God, fucking drones. So, uh, yep. And so there's some stuff that happens outside of Stark. This is probably the the part where they're talking about, oh, you know, Happy Hogan is associated with Peter Parker, and you know, Peter Parker was using Stark tech to use it to kill Mysterio, all that stuff. Uh, and then yeah. here's where we get interesting, like possible deleted scenes footage. There's multiple concept art of. Peter as Spider-Man visiting J. Jonah Jameson's house in this, where Betty Brandt, so Betty is the girlfriend to Ned in the previous one. Uh, She works for Jonah here, so that's her, uh, the blonde girl here, Uh, and it looks like Jonah's place was going to be filled with books, and he also has an orange cat, good choice, 
And <laughs> this is a great shot here. So <laughs> this is Jameson sitting up from his desk, revealing that he's not actually wearing any pants as Peter walks in with his mask off. Uh, this is the Daily Bugle office in this continuity, at least in terms of the concept art. Well, home is where the pants aren't, so yes. I yep. understand. <laughs> uh, There's another shot, too, of... Uh, so I guess Peter goes to him, maybe to tell him to, to lay off of him or whatever, but he goes to him for a specific reason. Uh, again, I'm not really sure what the scene would have been, but it is kind of cool to look at this. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, they never... They never really do much with him other than him show him on the TV screen, right? Pretty much. Yeah, they don't really interact much outside of Peter like broadcasting a message to them towards the end and Jonah Jameson like interacting with that. But you don't actually see him and Peter Parker talking to right. each other in this movie. Right. Uh, so Peter decides to go visit Doctor Strange. There are a lot of different concepts for how Doctor Strange is going to look because he's kind of in the casual dress wear for it so we've got one where he's got the cloak over his robe on the left we've got another one where he's just wearing a robe yeah. <laughs> he's very well very dressed down and then the one on the, the third one's a little bit closer to what we got in the movie where he's got the cloak over some sort of parka thing yeah so uh they wanted to play around with a lot of different ideas of what he was going to look like he's even got like a hoodie thing on the bottom left <laughs> it's kind of funny looking uh but they they really wanted this casual dress down or Doctor Strange in the snow thing, but without him looking too formal. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Wong is shoveling snow. <laughs> He's got, his, got a little snow hat. <laughs> the fuck? He doesn't look happy about it. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't at all. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of funny. They, they did concept art of Wong for this. Uh, we would have seen maybe a little bit more of the uh, Sanctum Sanctorum because this is the you know his little library type area that we saw in the first one uh, that we don't really see in this uh, this movie and uh, this is another interesting one that Dan pulled up where it looks like Peter standing over the bed of Doctor Strange who looked like he just woke up so maybe you know Doctor Strange is waking up from a bender or something and <laughs> sees Peter there but it's a different uh, very different scene different way to introduce it. The two of them. Yeah. So, uh, moving forward, we've got... It looks like either Ned or MJ in the same room when Doctor Strange is casting the spell, or it's visions of them when he's casting the spell, which might make more sense. Um, but I'm not sure. Uh, this I thought this was an interesting shot using these photos. Uh, this is... That's pretty cool. Peter's got this visor thing that looks kind of stupid. <laughs> This, he's like, doing VR or like what is this? It looks like he's playing VR in his spare time. That's what it looks like. He's playing the new Spider-Man game from Insomniac. Yeah, or exactly. He's like, I wonder how the video awesome. game version of me is like. Yeah. Yeah, this is sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it's not VR, then it like what's this? What's 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 this for? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, this was weird. Um, but maybe another component that's part of that Iron Spider suit. Who knows? Okay. Uh, moving forward, though, we get some cool stuff that we didn't see in the movie regarding the big, the first major, major action sequence is on the bridge where Doc Ock shows up. But it looks like yeah. concept art shows a lot of different ideas they didn't go with. Maybe some of it was budget. Uh, maybe it was mainly that, or they just decided to cut it, thought it was too, it was more trouble than it was worth. But it looked like there would have been uh, Peter using his webs more creatively. 
uh, or in more creative ways. So as you can see here, it almost looks like he's creating bubbles uh, around people, but it's those are his webs. They're supposed to be his webs, and he's weaving them to make it look like that. That would have been cool. I mean, yeah. does he do that in the comics ever? Uh, he does. Uh, he does. Okay. So I think they just wanted to be like, hey, he can use webs outside of just web slinging uh, yeah. or tying stuff up. So uh, here's another shot, a closer shot of it, almost working like a net uh, around all the debris that's falling in order to save people behind him. So that's pretty cool. It'd be cool uh, to see something like this in the next one. Yeah, for sure. Because we really haven't seen these moves yet. Yeah. Especially because now he's like, you can't really say he's a rookie Spider-Man anymore. He's got more experience. Yeah. He's got yeah. new tricks, maybe. Yeah, definitely. He can kind of reprogram the shooters on mm-hmm. the fly. Yeah. Uh, he builds a slide full of webs in this concept art here so that people can safely slide off the bridge <laughs> and evacuate. So that's pretty cool. They kind of be the opposite of sticky, though. Like, yeah. I, mean, I, I get it. I mean, I, I kind of get it, but... yeah. I like the other ones more, maybe. I don't know. It's cool to see what if, but yeah, maybe that's that's the reason yeah. why they scrapped this. So uh, he's also used the webs in order to create a bridge where you know the gaps in the bridge have been blown off due to all the different things that are going on. So that's another way uh, that this is done. But I think most interesting is the fact that the concept art uh, for Doc Ock shows a very different Doc Ock than before. This is Molina, uh, who's gotten a glow up. It looks like he's got like he's uh, kind of glowing too. He's like a little bit red face. Yeah, both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so looks wise, he's now growing a beard. Doesn't have glasses. Does not look like he did in Spider-Man <laughs> Two. It almost seems like yeah, we'll bring Alfred Molina back, but give him a different look, almost as if he's a variant of that version of Doc Ock. Though you know, uh, I, I think the idea was to bring in the same Doc Ock from Spider-Man Two. Maybe they were giving him an upgrade, but this is almost too much of one. I think. You got to make him recognizable as that version. It's like the, like an evil Spock or. I was Zod. thinking that too. Like you got the yeah. evil, the evil beard, the goatee. If they have yeah. the goatee, they're evil. But you don't need that for Doc Ock. <laughs> I <don't know>. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> the dude yeah, has tentacles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know he's always he's always <laughs> evil. I, I guess I just wanted to see something new here. Yeah, uh, maybe for like a MCU version on that Earth. If you, want, if you want to have him encounter it again. But we have more of this yeah. bearded Doc Ock uh, that, again, I'm glad they just they didn't go with it. If you're going to bring back these characters, then have them look close to what they looked like back when we first saw them. If this is a new version of Doc Ock for this world, then sure, okay, re-envision him and give him a beard. Fine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Drew Goddard's Sinister Six, a bearded Doc Ock, probably would have been welcomed. You know, you want to make <laughs> him the, yeah. different, but yeah, not for Molina's date. Uh, return yeah uh this is this is <laughs> closer because this looks this is, a lot like the comic book on the right yeah, here it's closer to the comic book uh so i thought this was cool to see you bring molina back but make him a little bit more of the comic book version uh which again people could still argue well then it's definitely a variant but you know it's it, it is the mcu where i know that it, they've been a little bit more spotty on this lately but the the looks have been famous for basically trying to bring comic books comic book images to life so mm-hmm. uh, i can't blame them for at least exploring uh there's a little bit more molina um i would be interested in, actually i'd be interested to hear tim's thoughts on some of these because he was not involved that with, is uh no way home i was thinking that yeah 
like the 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 fine motor skill movements. Yeah, he I rem- I seeing this hold the cup here mm-hmm. reminded me of Tim talking about that actually. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, the, and the tentacles look different in some of these, too, from what was in the movie. Um, yeah. Both movies. Uh, bearded Auk, again. <laughs> Sammy's got long hair. There's something about uh, Alex from, you know, our patron Alex and, and fan and, and he's a host of many different podcasts, including Night of the Batman. But he's he's kind of, like, sick of the whole, like, you meet some character who hasn't been around for a while and he's always got long hair and a beard. He's like, why does he have to look like Methuselah? <laughs> it's a it's like a vagabond they want to give it like a vagabond look Mm -hmm. i think that's their thinking but they don't need to do that every time either no and it it doesn't make sense especially in in this context maybe it was different in the original script but the context was always they pull them out from different points of like the third act of the spider-man movies yeah so why would true true look like this i know Uh, it doesn't make any sense maybe the script was slightly different though it seems like that's why they did that yeah yeah uh, so this is the bridge fight that looks like it was a lot more destructive. You see Doc Ock on the left, but in the middle center, uh, middle center, the same goddamn thing. In the center, uh, <laughs> you see Green Goblin. So it wasn't supposed to just be a bridge fight with Doc Ock, because in the, in the movie he fights Doc Ock, defeats him, and then you see the Green Goblin, and then he gets transported out of there by Doctor Strange. Uh, in the original concept art, though, it was it would have been Holland versus both Doc Ock and Green Goblin. Uh, which just Holland. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just adding green goblin to that. Uh, at least for this bridge sequence for this original bridge sequence. So you've got green. Oh, the original in the beginning of the, in the beginning here. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you've got, yeah, like everything looks a lot more destructive here, right? Doc (laughs) Ock is up in the air with the tentacles destroying shit. You've got goblin gliding. I like how chaotic that is, but uh-huh. it seems more focused when it's just Doc Ock. Yeah, it does. You know, it does uh, because you need to introduce these characters or reintroduce these characters. I think a little bit more gradually. Like, like I, I think, hello, Peter. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, it would have yeah. taken away the impact for sure. Yes, for both yes, of them, yes. I think. Um, yes. Gobby's built up a little bit more. Right, where like he shows up, it's mysterious, and the next time you see him, he's Norman Osborn, and he's trying to still be Norman Osborn, and he doesn't really reappear until that, you know, the fantastic apartment sequence. Right, uh, right, right. So a little bit more. Again, Ock on the bridge, destroying it, Green Goblin on the glider, Spider Man trying to swing away. Are these uh, supposed to be black and white? Yeah. Oh uh, well okay. actually I don't know. They're they're black and white on my screen, at least. Okay, okay, uh, good. So I they're was supposed like, to well, yeah, they're supposed to look like this in terms of the ones Dan put in. Maybe the copies that Dan had or had put in just happened to be black and white. Um, Got it. Okay. At some point, a train was supposed to get destroyed too. <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is uh, a lot this more. This is cut for budget. That. Yeah, I mean sure. it's cool as hell, but cut for budget, man. Yeah, because if the whole objective is he meets Doc Ock and Green Goblin, they found another way to do it without having to resort to this. Yeah. Uh. Something involving water, too. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking vacation got ruined, dude. Exactly. This This is a hell of a shot. This little kid's never going to forget this. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Stuff under the bridge. So you got Spider-Man on top of a car (laughs) trying to get away, maybe, as Doc Ock is the tentacles. And again, Gobby on the right. Uh, It's just all sorts of shit happening here. Um, Get another shot of all three of them. 
I just there was a lot planned, as you can see. A chase. There's a lot. Maybe. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it looks like maybe a chase. It would have started at the bridge, but then led into some sort of chase where Peter's hopping from one car to the next as they're coming after him. Uh, and this is now one in color. Uh, this also would have been an action sequence where we would get to see more of Defoe in the mask. Okay. Uh, it. I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing at Spider-Man's foot meeting Doc Ock's face. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, great shot here. Uh, yeah. So we have some more concepts of Green Goblin. Uh, so they played around a little bit. Obviously, they still had to use the base of what was in the 2002 movie, but they wanted to play around more with it, as you can see, add a little bit more purple, gave him kind of a purple hood. They didn't do this, right? Uh, it didn't quite make him look like this. This is pretty cool, I think. Um, I guess a little bit like this. Uh, this his, specific shot his is suit's nothing. cool. Yeah. Um, Maybe the gliders, I don't know. It's not the, the worst thing ever, but... Oh, that's interesting. They just have like the controls at the legs like that. Yeah, yeah. So this is a different version of the glider with him putting them into the, you know, the leg controls, the feet controls, and it looks like a broken version of the Raimi goblin mask at the like at the center of it, which is yeah, an interesting yeah, idea. Yeah. It's not the not the worst ever. It's okay. It's definitely better than all the ones from the Amazing Spider-Man too. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> yep. <coughs> and this is it's fine. Yep. Uh, so a little bit more glider stuff. But overall, let's go into some of the concepts. So, <laughs> it looks like Jim Carrey. <laughs> a little bit. I think they wanted to play around with, uh, like, hey, let, let's not hide Defoe's face like that the 2002 true. version got criticized with. So let's make it his expressions, but still play around with something that make him look more goblin-like. So it looks like they try to do some sort of cheekbone to forehead appliance to give him the goblin ears, which, I don't know, it looks weird. Um, the one on the right looks a little... Uh, closer to that, but it could also be weird because I'm not really sure what that's supposed to be. Uh, that's covering his, you know, the top half of his face. Does he just randomly get a goblin mask? Half I'm goblin not sure, mask? I'm no. not sure what they would do to keep his, like to have the face mm-hmm. there, unless unless you do like the thing where he's like kind of transforming mm-hmm. um, more and more goblin-like. Like the original idea, the practical effects idea they had. Yeah, yeah that's uh, the only way I can think of. Yeah, with a cloth hood, mm-hmm. like in that other shot. That was pretty pretty oh, cool yeah, yeah. goblin, I thought. Yeah, this thing. Yeah, All this right. would be cool. If if he has, like, that's... Oh, this is a fucking sweet goblin, dude. This yeah. is a good gobby to me. Yeah. Like, and, and having kind of more dramatic face change, that would mm-hmm. be really cool looking, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we can't really see the face of that one, but they did play around with different ideas. This one, just the, the helmet's got to go. On this, the body looks fine. like I forget what Ant Man's helmet looks like at the moment, but it reminds me of Ant Man or something. Or reminds me of Ted Cord Blue Beetle, a Blue Beetle, or yeah. what's their uh, Ant Man? The Atom? No, mm, yeah, what's I the... mean, the Atom, yes, but uh, I'm trying to picture one where he looks like this. I don't know, Maybe. I can't anyway. A lot of suit, it doesn't, it looks, it looks off. Yeah. It looks like it honestly doesn't look e- really evil at all. Yeah, it looks like the Green Beetle to me. Yeah, he looks the like Ted a good guy, kind of. Yeah. Nothing in the design looks evil, really. It's really the that mask helmet doesn't really work. Lame. Yep. Uh, moving on. So this was one where, okay, it looks the glider just looks like a fucking drone here. I don't like this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But take, take it out. 
looks like Defoe would have worn it's like leftover Stark armor for his goblin piece, which is kind of a cool idea, but we do need to get away from the, the ghost of Tony Stark in this. I just get, I, I get tired of like Stark tech influencing every single thing. Mm-hmm. He has Osborne tech, man. Come on. That, do yeah. something different. Well, I guess it's not in this universe, but still. Like oh, well, that is true, actually. But this looks so Stark, MC, regular MCU. Yeah, yeah, it's too Starkish. Yeah. Uh, and we have this, which is the like basically the basement area of the, the Doctor Strange uh, Sanctum Centaurum where they end up capturing the villains. I thought what was interesting here is that the concept art shows that it wouldn't have just been Peter with Ned and MJ, but also would have included Betty and Flash. Uh, but, you know, they're just not nearly as important as, as Ned and MJ. I think that was a good call to not, like, overstuff a movie that was really in danger of being overstuffed because this is just a shit ton of characters. If you told me that they would actually pull off having multiple Spider-Men, multiple Spider-Men villains all in the same movie and actually kind of balance it out somewhat well in addition to Ned and MJ and Doctor Strange, I wouldn't have believed you, but <laughs> they pulled it off, at least yeah. in our opinion. Yeah, for sure. So uh, moving further, uh, one of the other villains he has to capture is the lizard, and you might notice something. This lizard Lab from the Amazing Spider-Man, yep. We, we could have gotten <laughs> Lab Coat Lizard. God, dude. See, there it is, man. They were on the right track. They were. That would have been they awesome. Were. Even though, like, Lizard looks very different. Like, the actual face looks different from the first movie. I'm like, I don't get the point of that. You're literally trying to bring back the same Lizard from before. Bring um, the same guy, but put the Lab Coat on him. Yeah, just put the Lab Coat on this. Because this is the guy from the, the first one. At least the guy on the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe they yeah. use like I evolved more. So I don't know what they say some dumb line like that. But Maybe, this is yeah. cool. You know, <clears throat> this looks like the movie version of a toy. They mm-hmm. got the pur- purple pants, right? And then yeah. the white lab coat. So like, I mean, yeah, this is really the move. Yeah. Interesting to see like for. Disney does key in on this stuff. Like mm-hmm. they know. Yeah. Their artists, their art direction, they know. They know what, you know. They know, like they know what they're doing or something they know over imagery, there. imagery, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got that playful design. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are different variations of Tom Holland's Peter interacting with the lizard uh, in the lab coat and the top three uh, and intimidating him. So that could have been cool. This is presumably in the first time that they meet where he's in that prison and there's like that, you know, that gel cell door that's uh, between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, but yeah, lizard stuff is cool. Uh, it's it's kind of a shame they couldn't incorporate that or didn't want to incorporate that. Maybe there's just something about the lab coat that's like tough to render uh, on top of all the scales and stuff. I have no idea. Fabric fabric is hard to render. I think the flowiness of it. But maybe yeah, that's it then. Right. So he he's in the movie, but he doesn't have lizard. the coat on it. No, he's he's naked like in the the first uh, Amazing yeah, yeah, Spider Man. He's naked again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. I forgot what he looked like, to be honest with you, dude, um, in this movie. So the same. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they should have they should have added it, but they went they went uh, the easier route. They had to divert the funds mm-hmm. somewhere else somewhere else. Yeah. It's understandable. Uh more lab coat lizard. Uh again, face is different from the movie, but the actual idea of this type of looking lab coat is true to the comics. True to the true to the comic image. 
So looks cool. Works. Yeah, he yeah. looks cool. Should have done this back in 2012 for that first one. I uh, know. I guess he's too. Um, he can't emote that well with that kind of face or something. But it would have been interesting. Yeah. So more cool stuff here. Uh, but yeah, I knew you would love this this because of the the lab coat. <laughs> I was like, he's got it. They could have done it. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this pretty much at at length in another mm-hmm. episode. Yep. Uh, so we've got. I'm not really sure what the hell's going on with this though. Looks like some 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 sort of experimentation thing. Yeah, and he's got some sort of headpiece thing with something over his eyes. He looks ridiculous. I mean, yeah, and not quite in a good way. Like this looks ridiculous. This looks like cool ridiculous. This is yeah. Like I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I don't know either. It's it doesn't look super cool, but maybe there was some sort of story thing there. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe it's like a straight jacket type of thing. Well, no, because why would he have the pants? I don't know. It's 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 whatever. It's just a random concept art. Who knows? We'll find out. Maybe someday. <laughs> maybe. But uh, moving further, we do have some designs for Spider-Man's suit. When he goes out to, to capture uh, Sandman and Electro, he turns his own suit inside out. And so this is sort of the inside out suit, uh, that uh, concept art for the inside out suit. So they went with very different ideas. Uh, for that, there's this one does the inverse. It looks like uh, some inverse sort of inverse colors. Works. Inverse colors on the left was explored, uh, and something similar with that in black on the bottom right. So, uh, I mean, why does he need to invert his suit again? I mean, it's it was <laughs> kind of a random plot point, but essentially, in the extended cut of uh, No Way Home, somebody was like, Mysterio was right, and basically does the Nickelodeon like <laughs> green goop thing <laughs> on his suit and he can't like get it off. And so he turns his suit inside out. I don't know why that had to be a plot point though. Or maybe it's oh. paint. Actually it's paint. It looks like the, the you know, the, the ooze stuff, but it's, it's probably just green paint. Um, <laughs> slime, slime. slime yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. From Nick, so in Nickelodeon's word. world, yeah, yeah. it's called, called slime. Yeah, yeah. I forgot or there was that 90s toy Gak. Do you ever play with Gak? I didn't remember know. that. Yeah, but yeah, Peter got slimed <laughs> like a Nickelodeon. Uh, but the, what's oh, weird is man. in the theatrical cut, they cut that scene, so then it's just him deciding to turn the suit inside out for whatever reason. Uh, and then Aunt May cleans uh, it later. It's, it's it's a weird plot point. It's whatever. Like yeah, The thing is, like even, even if you make it make sense, you got to ask yourself as a filmmaker, as a screenwriter, how much of this is worth it? <laughs> you know it's just one of those times where it's like well you could make it work with lot logically but it still mm-hmm. won't be worth it yeah to like wor- a worthy a worthwhile story point yeah maybe know? they wanted to bring back the black like you know the night monkey suit from uh, far from home you know the previous <laughs> one then like Fucking they could have just done monkey. that yeah, they could have just done that if they wanted that. Instead of he's like he's in an inside-out suit that's black. I'm like okay, but it was a weird idea. I thought it doesn't take they away wanted, from the movie, but still, they wanted one more variant, some more toys or something. I don't know. Like it. Yeah, it's weird. Look, we got a venom, some venom suits there. We got a venom one. Yeah, we got we got the black, the classic black suit Spidey on the bottom right, which we could do, still do, right with Secret Wars, right with the upcoming Secret that's, Wars movie. So. Secret Wars is that's still not totally confirmed though, right? We keep talking like it is. I mean, it probably is, but that's the next big phase. 
Uh, wasn't it Kang Dynasty and then Secret oh, Wars? Oh, Kang, the then Secret Wars? Dude, Tom Holland's going to be 45 by the time we get to Secret Wars then. <laughs> Secret mean... Wars, yeah, it says Kang Dynasty pushed to 2026. Now, keep in mind, this was an announcement that was before, well, hold on. The writer's strike, 2023. Yeah, 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 yeah. So May 1st, 2026 would be Kang Dynasty as of now. Mind you, they just delayed, uh, they just delayed Deadpool Three, so who knows? But King Dynasty twenty twenty six, and then Secret Wars twenty twenty seven, is what it says here. So it's it's a two parter like Infinity War and uh, oh. Endgame. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was like that. It's cool. It was a big event, and I guess Tom Holland won't be that old then. But yeah, I mean, I think I think that's got to be Tom Holland's next thing. Really, yeah. is yeah. event is getting venomized. Yeah, and then uh, and they hinted at that too. In this, there's no Eddie I'm... Brock yet, right? in mcu not in on his earth but they did the whole thing where tom hardy has weird bar mid-credits scene in yes where but he leaves the symbiote and but i'm just like okay wait so he's not on the same earth so the fuck is the point of these venom movies where the symbiotes is going to attach to peter and then go on a different eddie brock (laughs) the whole point was that there's a separate eddie brock on a different earth where there's no spider-man now and you're not gonna. Okay, it's whatever. It's stupid. Uh, I don't know what to think about it all myself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, they could uh, be saving the Secret Wars. <laughs> it looks cool. They look cool though. They, I yeah. mean, all the Venom yeah. guys look cool. There's another variation of him in this suit, uh, the inside-out suit with the gauntlet that uh, Doctor Strange gives him to capture all the mm. villains from the other Earths. So, could it's be pretty cool. cool. Uh, yeah. It's pretty cool, and and the Venom stuff could be cool for Secret Wars or beyond. So this is what we got for what feels like the first half of the movie. Obviously, there's a lot of different returning characters, uh, starting with Electro and Sandman, and we'll cover those guys after the break. All right, everyone, it's October, and once again, it's time for announcements. So uh, for those who have been following along, Newverse Creative has produced a three-parter of my adaptation of the Batman 89 comic series by... Sam Hamm and guests Sam Hamm and Joe Quinones. Uh, it is a streamlined version of the comic story, and because we couldn't have Easter eggs that were visual, since it's an audio drama, uh, I put in some Easter eggs that are in the narration. Now, I believe it might be out by the time that this gets released, but Newverse Creative will, um, you know, they previously announced or they previously released it in three parts. There will be an overall full cut released in one of the entire audio drama that will be slightly extended as well. So if you actually heard it in all three parts, you can hear the full length version all edited together uh, with uh, a slightly extended ending. Uh, And it will also include some uh, trailers of upcoming audio dramas that I was involved with, including ones that you might have heard previously uh, before in uh, another episode where we edited it in. So you'll be hearing a lot more of those. Uh, coming soon so uh that's what i got when it comes to the numerous creative stuff stay tuned and uh subscribe to them as well if you want to hear more of their stuff now it is also time for our charity drive and uh, this one is for a friend of the podcast so uh, billy grisak is in charge of or uh in charge of the clubhouse club uh, room everything entertainment and that was something that we shout out to every now and then in the uh in past episodes and they sort of helped us like that's it was through that room that i met rob ailing um over there and nice. uh billy uh, unfortunately is um 
uh, he is basically, he was a cancer survivor, and unfortunately, he has cancer again. Uh, so uh, in battling cancer, he has set up a GoFundMe over at GoFundMe.com slash F slash Billy hyphen Grisek. And uh, go over there, help support Billy. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's a great guy. He's a huge fan of superhero stuff. And I uh, just want to do what I can to help him out. So please do that. Please check it out. The link is in the description. Yep. And then over to Andrew. Okay, everybody. So uh, please check out metalforce.ninja, www.metalforce.ninja. Uh, by the time you guys get this episode, the Kickstarter will be over. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and also, we're uh, the Twitter is, you know, Super Metal Force. So you can find us there. And the Instagram is Super Metal Force. No, no, no. Sorry. The Twitter is Metal Force Movie. And the Instagram is Super Metal Force. And the Facebook is Super Metal, Metal Force. So check us out there. Um, the way you can keep up to date with us as we continue all of our things as far as Metal Force is concerned. And then, uh, and also thank you to everybody that donated. So awesome. Uh, so we will uh, continue to chug along here. And uh, the other thing before... Uh, I'm done is uh, Gaming Gaiden is coming back for a second season and we've we're close to finishing the recording the way we do Gaming Gaiden is we, we record the whole thing and then edit and then release you know those 10 episodes in 10 weeks so season 2 is almost done entirely and we'll start releasing soon probably November we'll see uh, so yeah stay tuned for that if you guys are into that kind of thing it's a video game podcast I do and it's called Gaming Gaiden. That's G-A-I-D-E-N. Gaming mm -hmm. Gaiden. Nice. All right. And that's it for October. Thanks again, guys. Well, you catch more flies with honey. If you like catching flies, that is, you stupid fuck. <laughs> we are back for more No Way Home and more Spider-Man villains. So let's go into it. Uh, Jamie Foxx was famously looking like a blue horror movie monster thing, and they decided <laughs> to scrap that completely and give him a different electro uh, yeah. type of look to him. So here we go. There's a lot more true to the comics in these versions, not what he looked like in the movie, but uh, it's a cool idea to just be like, what if the, the lightning that sparks off of him naturally creates that like starfish type of mask that he's got yeah. in, the, in the comic? So, Admittedly, uh, that is like a pretty crazy mask. I mean, I'd like mm -hmm. to see that like a super, super realistic version of that, mm -hmm. but it's one of those ones where I can, I can like with the vulture. I'm like, I can kind of see them trying to update that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So this is what we got and, Oh, not, not what we got in the movie, but what we got here. Uh, and, uh, you can see that they, they just, <laughs> they definitely did not seem to consider continuing the blue look, even though they tried to, I mean, they tried to carry over the same look for the other characters. So this one in particular, maybe it was a request from Jamie Foxx. Um, it probably was. It probably saved them some money on the fact that they wouldn't have to put him in all that blue makeup again. Uh, and he probably didn't. That's want That's probably do cheaper all that than that. That, yeah. that makeup's probably cheaper than the VFX, though. I, I think I could be well, wrong, but he's not. Yeah, he's not in this though. He's not in the. Yeah the mask the whole time what they ended up doing was just kind of doing that for uh, one shot yeah 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 uh, 
So that was probably the compromise. They're just like, we can do this, but it's going to up the budget a lot. Like, so they're even just like, yeah, when let's do it for one moment. When you update it a little bit, at least at least keep like the main colors though. Like them making them blue was definitely mm-hmm. like not the move. So yeah. yeah, it was cool they kept them. The, the, the end product was him still green, kind of right. Mm, in like North Florida, no way. Home. Oh 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 yeah, in in uh, in No Way Home, it was uh, yeah, yeah, it was greenish, green and yellow. Yeah yeah yeah. So yeah, at least at least have your basic color scheme still yeah. there. Uh, I don't like the one on the far right. I don't know what's going on with that suit. Too uh, plain, man. It looks like all it's these... been damaged. <laughs> yeah, also that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the others are too plain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, similar stuff. I don't know what's happening with the one in the middle. Uh, <laughs> or even, yeah, it's it's a mess. They, they decide to, oof. This looks like, um, I don't know what this is supposed to be, man. It's clearly a tough character to get down, visually. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So, yeah, that's, that's what I fucking got for Electro. Uh, that's, that's all we got. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... At least the he, I can original see, he's, signs. Kind of a challenge, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what they did was fine, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, Sandman was easier because he's just literally a man of sand. So that's, you know, it's it is what it is. He's talking to Peter here as he's protecting him from the electricity. So that pretty much carried over, uh, along with this stuff where he's oh yeah he forms the sort of the Sandman. Well, the, not the Sand. He is the Sandman, but the Sandcastle type of feel to him. Uh, yeah. And because he he's not really in his human form that much. Uh, at all, and when they, he was, he was. It was archive footage from Spider-Man Three. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. Thomas Hayden Church was mainly doing this as a voice voice actor role. Gotcha. Uh, and I think Reese Ifans did the same for Lizard, since we okay. didn't. Okay, yeah, yeah. He was going yeah. to be in Lizard form the whole, the whole time anyway. Uh, and so the mm-hmm. one time we see him turn back to Connors, it's like a, it's like footage from the Amazing Spider-Man, but like, like kind of, you know, edited in. Yeah. Let's see more stuff of Sandman and Peter fighting Electro, uh, and Peter, I guess, getting electricity <laughs> flowing through electric him. shorts. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, the exclamation marks over his head. Honestly, it's great, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> That's really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. So this is, oh yeah, this is from the Doctor Strange sequence where he's fighting Doctor Strange, and everything's going all. It's that visual that we praised. From uh, the first yes. Doctor Strange, that yes, wasn't in, yes, uh, yes, the second one, where he's in like that Prism Inception type of feel. So he's caught yes. that over here and in here. Uh, people, <laughs> people are just getting mixed into other people. Uh, it's insane this type of visual, and insane yes. that they were able to um, they were able to incorporate this too into a movie that's already so crowded and full of other stuff. Yeah, it's cool. The mountain stuff here, or the canyon stuff here, I should say. Uh, so, all looking cool. Um, I don't <laughs> know what's up with his eyes on this one, though. It's just like, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> and you've got this random dude here. He's just got in the middle of it. It's fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, but it's interesting. Looks like at one point, he, Doctor Strange sends him. Oh, maybe that's what it is. He sends him through a window, and this guy's mm-hmm. in place, and then maybe it turns into this. 
in Spider-Man's eyes go like, what the hell? Like a cafe or something in New York? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, maybe he creates the mirror dimension or something in there that creates this, like, effect. Because you can see Strange over here in this area. I've I've never done LSD or even shrooms, dude. Like I, mm. I it's just like if that if it makes you see all these kind of double, like what is reality kind of shit. Like that's mm. wild to me, man. Like these these images must come from that kind of stuff. I feel like I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is Peter in the you know Happy Hogan's apartment with all the Stark technology to help the villains. Uh, Sandman in this concept art is part. He's still the part human Sandman that we saw in Spider-Man 3. So this is this might have been coming down to like what works for Thomas Hayden Church's schedule uh, at the time. Because <laughs> obviously him being just Thomas Hayden Church in clothes would be cheaper than what they ended up doing where he's in sand form the whole time. But, you know, it probably was that in some form. He's got the Patagonia jacket from the other guy the other <laughs> last episode. <laughs> Yeah, he does actually. <laughs> uh, this would have been Otto Octavius after he's been cured, I think, where he's in this nice little uh, sweater. He's got uh, that cardigan, dude. Yeah, this little cardigan thing. So yeah, he's got to get it. He's going on a date. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it looks I like he... I got I went out and got a cardigan oh, yeah. after seeing um, Michael Keaton wear one. He was wearing one right in the Flash. Yeah, in the flash, yeah. <laughs> so I got. I got one in the middle of summer, dude. It was on sale, though. <laughs> so it's like, all right. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, that. So, I haven't gotten an ascot or anything yet, but or cravat you know, or whatever. But Without without the ascot thing, he does seem to be dressed similar to Keaton when he was in the cardigan because he's still got like the sweater, turtleneck type of look. Um, it's, it's weird, man. Yeah. They they look cool they look cool but there's a little bit like a little bit of grandma vibe to them and i noticed that when i was wearing them Mm -hmm. it's like it's like i've never felt like it's kind of grandma but kind of cool at (laughs) At the the same all the same time yeah and kurt cobain wore them too so so it must be cool must be cool um anyway (laughs) so this is this is cardigan doc ock helping out peter with the cures (laughs) of the other villains Yes, yes, yes. So that's pretty funny. Uh, and then there's the big apartment sequence, which looks a lot more destructive than the actual movie. Like, this looks like Towering Inferno type shit happening. This looks like some absolutely insane shit. Yeah. I've never seen Towering Inferno. I haven't either, but uh, yeah. this is, it looks like the whole building gets <laughs> destroyed. And this, you've got Goblin flying on the glider outside. This looks like Aunt May's trapped here or something. It's It's insane. Uh, it's and, cool. And then we have this concept oh, art. This is of, sad, dude. Yeah, this is sad. This is Peter in the ambulance of Aunt May, presumably when she dies, uh, which is you know, gut-wrenching as it is in the movie. And I think it worked better in the movie when it was in the you know the remains of the apartment lobby than he yeah. has to take off. You know, like it's, it's gut-wrenching as it is. And then the fact that Happy shows up and he sees what's happening and you've got the music and then the police fire on Spider-Man. Like there's just, it's so well-constructed. Like that one it's scene. good, dude. That's mm-hmm. when it really starts going Cracker Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Spider-Man looking over the big TV set, which then says Spider-Man taking into custody. Presumably <laughs> that's uh, that's a call, or not a callback necessarily, but uh, it's tying into the previous 
earlier sequence where he gets taken in by like the FBI and stuff, and Matt Murdock has to take him out, take him out of there. Uh, so right. we got this shot, but now we start getting into you know what everyone kind of knew was going to happen. The worst kept secret of this movie, which is that we were going to have <laughs> other Spider Men in this. So this is kind of a rendering of what looks like Doctor Strange actually bringing uh, the other two Spider Men to <laughs> the top of the school building when they give Peter that pep talk about you know yeah. great power. Uh, and great responsibility. So we have other variations of this. Uh, Tom Holland staring at Gander Garfield over here <laughs> while Doctor Strange brings in Tobey Maguire. Uh, uh, wow, <laughs> you're so cool. Uh, and then this is kind of fun. The the one at the top. It's just the three of them sitting and hanging out. You know, it's, yeah, it's kind of. Fun. I love those lines. Are like. I'm the worst one. No, man, you're cool. You're amazing. <laughs> you're amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, so this is, and then this is more clear in terms of who's who uh, as well. So uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire shaking hands in front of a teary-eyed Tom Holland. Uh, and look, they're all friends. This, uh, you know, this brotherhood we're of Spider-Man is, is great. Yeah. This is the best multiverse story, I mean, ever so far to me. This one? Yeah. Out of all the superhero multiverse stuff we've gotten so far, I mean, I, you know, Into the Spider-Verse is number two, I think, for me, as mm-hmm. far as how, how well they handle multiverse stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was, I don't know, I just, this one just really got to me, I think. Yeah, it's tough for me, because Into the Spider-Verse is really well done, but it has not, does not have the same nostalgia that No Way Home, uh, like, obviously injects in itself, but then... People have oh. debates in terms of whether or not nostalgia is necessarily a good or bad thing, but I'm just like, look, it worked for the movie. <laughs> like, it worked for the movie. Um, for me, it's two, not just the nostalgia, too, though. It's like they, they made they made them all say things to each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a lot of it was kind of meta, but still. And then an older Spider-Man, Toby, gives him the mm-hmm. stern-ass look at the end. He becomes like, I mean, very quickly, and not for a long time, but... You know, he's like the mentor in mm-hmm. that situation. His mentor becomes the OG Spider-Man and turn, mm-hmm. makes him turn away from making a terrible mistake. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I thought, you know, this movie's great. Yeah. Uh, let's see, other shot of all three of them together. Uh, this is Spider-Man in the, uh, the ending of Far From Home suit in the middle, as opposed to sort of the... Uh, kind of the iron spider-ish one that he's wearing at the end in this one uh but other than that you can kind of tell who's who with that toby still got the raised silver webbing uh you've got andrew garfield with like the widest eyes uh so and then the long <laughs> like daddy long legs for the spider in the chest so you can kind of see who it is uh so you've got holland facing off against lizard again in the lab coat over here you can see the lab yes coat. they uh, all wanted it like yep. i think everybody behind the scenes but the director, oh, maybe it was even the director wanted, but the budget was an issue. But yeah, yeah, well, a lot of people behind the scenes wanted this, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it feels like. That. Uh, all three Spider Men, which is really cool. Uh, man, yeah, it was just a great, great. like, it's just a really great movie, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gobby versus Tom Holland, Spider Man, uh, over here. So you've got that hood, uh, yeah, that's he's cool. fighting him, uh. Gobby again looking at the three Spider-Men on top of the Statue of Liberty. This is a great shot. Uh, yeah, and it's then cool. 
as we're going through it, there's going to be some stuff in here that's a little surprising that uh, was not in the movie. So uh, this is Gobby dragging, it looks like he's dragging Doc Ock out of the water or something. So it looks like there would have been a, a Doc Ock versus Gobby uh, confrontation in some way, a little bit more than what we got in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so that's one. Another thing, okay, well, this is Spider-Man. With Sandman in the background, uh, he's fighting, looks like he's fighting Doc Ock again here. Um, so it could be, who knows what they had in mind in, in the script in terms of whether or not he's cured at this point or pretending that he's not cured anymore, but he's really helping them. Uh, and then here, though, it does look like he's surrounded by all of them. Uh, the Sinister really Five. Fun. Yeah. Really fun. So that's For cool. Sure. We have Ned escaping uh, by using a flag, it looks like, uh, as he's trying to jump out of there as Goblin's going after him. I still want Ned and Wong, Sorcerer's Supreme. Yes. The show. Maybe we should Them versus that. Agatha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that's our other unofficial six pitch. Yeah. Right there. Uh, so this shot seems to imply that MJ may have been survived, may have been saved by Doctor Strange's uh, cloak. Uh, uh-huh. Cloak of Levitation. Obviously, that ended up going to... Uh, Andrew Garfield saving her and the cloak ends up saving Ned, which I think was a good choice. choice. Yeah. Cause that was such a good fucking emotional scene, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fact that it might've been, it was maybe the first time I had seen an audience cheer for a hero about to rescue someone mm. as opposed to actually rescue someone and going off of information from a previous movie a movie that wasn't even recent, but was close to 10 years earlier, um, based off of knowing that it was going to be the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man who saves her. Uh, everyone cheered when he, when it was basically obvious that he was the one who jumps after her. Uh, Bro. And that was just So amazing. good. Yeah. I get, I'm getting a little goosebumps <laughs> thinking about it. Yes. And yeah. like, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about, you've brought up a lot that he's like probably the best actor Mm-hmm. Out of the Spider Man, <laughs> and like, I remember that shot of him like looking at her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, like I was able to save this one. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, God. incredible. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, so this has been interesting to people. This is Ned on the Goblin Glider holding a pumpkin bomb. And I need more Ned in my life, bro. I'm just what I'm saying. Yeah, I need Ned and Wong teaming up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Madison was sort of annoying, but I do love the internet fan theory of, or what, did they even show it or something? Like Madison and Wong? Wong are like actually together. and They're not just friends. To, yeah. I mean, at least in the beginning, they don't have to be deep in their relationship, but like mm-hmm. starting to date. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, mm-hmm. make her a little, uh, I know she's supposed to be a little annoying. Yeah. But. But give her know. something more than just the caricature that she played in She-Hulk. Yeah. Like, ma- Give, make her still f- fun in that way, mm-hmm. but less annoying. Yeah. So this has been interesting to people because Ned Leeds in the comic is suspected to be Hobgoblin. He turns out to be framed, but it kind of created the fan theory that uh, Ned at some point was going to be Hobgoblin, and you can kind hear he is on a glider. He's wearing orange, but <laughs> I don't think this is the case where this is a concept art where Ned would have turned into Hobgoblin. I think that's the MCU's nod towards Hobgoblin. Because, again, in the comics, he's not actually Hobgoblin. Ned is framed to be Hobgoblin, but he's not actually Hobgoblin. 
So people love seeing these different versions, man. Yeah, I, you know, they maybe the, they, yeah, there would have been an homage to the to the theory. Yeah, but it's just Ned, you know, going on a joyride for good. Yeah, for the, on the yeah. good side, he's throwing pumpkin bombs at Norman. I think. Yeah, not at Spider Man for Norman. So that's it's fun. That's this is fun though. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it, it would have been a cool look, but I'm sure they had. There are a lot of other things where they're just like, okay, what is the most essential? Well, the most essential yes. is. Tom Holland, Spidey versus versus Goblin. What's actually worthwhile, and yeah. how? What are we going to give all this crunch time to? Is for the, you know, we're going to give some of these shots that aren't necessary to the v, the overworked VFX team, <laughs> right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm 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 very interested to see the quality of VFX after like post unionization mm. going forward. Yeah. You know, like will we see a dramatic increase in quality? Uh, we'll see, you know, mm-hmm. we still got a little ways now, but you know, true. Yeah. We'll see what happens with all that. Yeah. Uh, so this would have been both MJ and Spider-Man fighting Defoe's Green Goblin. Uh, if she is holding up the cure. Um, but I think ultimately what we got in the movie was way better in terms of it being about him learning to basic. Oh, he just stabbed him. I just realized this. I was like, why is there blood here? He just fucking stabbed Holland there. You see that? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's pretty, pretty epic. Yeah, this is a pr- this is a pretty cool shot. Um, what we got in the movie might have been better, but this is kind of mm-hmm. sweet though. Yeah. Uh, cool look, but yeah, yeah, I think what we got in the movie was better, where he gets that you know your favorite stern look from Toby, and he catches the the cure from Andrew Garfield and cures Norman. Was that was that look moving to you? Because I was very moved by that whole last scene. It was. I, think, I was moved as fuck, dude. I. I mean, I felt the impact. I think it was more impactful for you than for me. But yeah. I think I, I did feel the impact of that. Where it was just like, well, of course, it's going to be this. And I'll, go ahead. Go ahead. For it to be Tobey Maguire too, who has the history of knowing that he allowed Norman to die, not like intentionally in the first Spider-Man, but he did. You know, uh, he he did um, inadvertently allowed Norman to die, to now be in a position to save Norman. Uh, not necessarily for just for Norman's sake, but for the sake of this other version of himself. That was the perfect choice. I, to me, it's like a top-tier MCU movement, mm-hmm. a, mo- a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that, and like up there for me with, you know, I'm not going to fight you anymore, Bucky, and mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, uh, and the... For me personally, him uh, in Guardians One when he reads where Star Lord comes from, if you know, I can make a list of like top moments in the MCU, and these are these are the, my personal top moments. Yeah, you know, um, Star Lord just crying reading that letter or whatever mm-hmm. in Guardians One and um, stuff like that, and and that scene in Far From Home is definitely in that no list. Mm-hmm. I mean, No Way Home. Yeah, these titles run together, man. Yeah, um, the third one with the stern ass look, mm-hmm. No Way Home. And uh, it's just something about, like, being so tempted to do something out of anger and hate. Mm-hmm. And then your friend stopping you from that, mm-hmm. you know? I just, God, it I just, it's, and it's also like, this is what heroes do, you know? And mm-hmm. a, another hero is stopping another guy. That's usually a hero, you mm-hmm. know? He might he's 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 not gonna be if he kills this guy right now, 
But you know, I don't know. It's just like God. It just like it worked for me on all levels, really. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. Uh, there are two more pieces of concept art that are kind of insane. I don't know if they made it in the scripting stages or if they were just ideas. So this is one that hit the internet recently. This is Spider-Man having captured Green Goblin, Doc Ock, <laughs> and Electro, and he's at the doorstep of Bruce Wayne. No, it's Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Uh, over here, I don't know why he. What's brings he gonna him. do? I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> I thought it was gonna uh, be J. Jonah Jameson for a second, or maybe it was supposed to be Jameson, but that does look like Michael Keaton on this yeah. his profile on the side. Um, yeah, you're right. I don't know. But, I don't know uh, what this is all about. It's funny yeah. though. Funny yeah. shot. Yeah, it almost looks like a, a bit of a Mad Magazine caricature of uh, of the villains in the back, especially Molina. Yeah, it looks like uh, <laughs> Pixar almost too. Maybe. Yeah, maybe a little bit. More well, definitely fleshed out than that. Yeah. It looks CG. It looks kind of CG yeah, rendered. There's some CG rendering on this, yeah. Uh, so this is one, and then the other one is kind of insane. And I don't, again, I don't know what it's supposed to come from, but it looked like there would have been a fight at the Statue of Liberty between Doctor Strange and Mysterio. So Sick. Mysterio's back. He's still alive. He shows up at the end and fights Doctor Strange. <laughs> so I uh, can see what again, that, this is, this that would have been. Art. That would have been pretty awesome, but I could see that, like, we just had this guy, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I mean, I would love to see that fight, but I, it's already, like, there's a lot going on already. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to. Here, Here's my uh, possible theory on that, because it's just like, okay, why would Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio randomly? First off, it means they faked his death in Far From Home, which people suspected. But then he comes back, but then decides to come back at the Statue of Liberty after all this time. Is he part of the whole movie after all this? So that's when another... I think a lot of fan, fans love their speculation in terms of who was going to show up when. But like maybe this is when Doctor Strange says, hey, they're, they're coming through the breach in terms of... At the end where the skies open up and they can see all the other people who know Peter Parker yeah. Spider-Man coming through. Yeah, maybe yeah, this yeah. was a, a Mysterio from another Earth to show up. And I'm sure fans are going to take the extra step and be like, what if, you know, the bowl, the fishbowl smashes after Doctor Strange defeats him and it's Bruce Campbell from Spider-Man 4 <laughs> that never got made. I'm just like, I can see people have that theory on that. But again, I have no idea. But it, it, it's, it seems weird to me. That would be how I would do it, though, if you're just like, you need to have Mysterio for one scene. I'm like, well, it doesn't make sense to bring Hall back for this. No, and I mean... There's a lot of other things they have to pay attention to in this final that are way more final important. act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, like Mysterio versus Doctor Strange. I want it all day, but you know, it's not, not for. It's yeah. just yeah. It's you got to get to the other things with yep. this movie. So that's what we got. These are some of the insane concepts in terms of designs, but also like different scenes we did not get uh, on that. But yeah, I think some of the craziest stuff is is what we got in the the finale. You know, just it's already a crazy finale as it is, but to think of all these other different variations here, especially yes, a <laughs> lot, know, a lot going on. They yeah. did make it looked like they made a lot of the right decisions. Like with mm-hmm. the last one, they're kind of like giving um, Mysterio short shrift. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know, we kind of, you know, I, I think we were in agreement that mm-hmm. you know yeah. they should have totally. upped upped that VFX at the end, especially in the third act. Maybe end of second act too, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. But th- with this one, so we've had a lot of 
uh, hot takes, mm. especially you, Ben, <laughs> with Spider-Man with Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are both in agreement. This is top tier. This is mm-hmm. one of the best. This is one of the best MC movies, MCU movies, hands down. Uh, this is how you do it. Crowd pleaser, amazing third act. All the other characters worked. They they're not just there. They have something to say. There's something to do. They're important. They're emotional. Uh, it ends bittersweet. Also, you know, like there. That's something, right? That's, I don't. Think, uh, yeah. If, if it was literally just like, okay, we sent the villains back. The end. He goes off to live off with MJ and Ned. There would have been something weird about that. I think. Well, uh, it's it's the whole it's that old adage. Mm-hmm. Be careful what you wish for; you just might get it. Yeah, and he fucking gets it at the end. No one knows who he is anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so sad, uh, but it's, it's the way he, he kind of resets. He sacrifices as a hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. I mean, even that, like past the stern look and all that. When they go into those scenes, it's it's perfect. It really mm-hmm. is. You know, it's sad. I, I wish it was happier, but I mean. It's all. I don't know if I wish it was happier. Like as in real life, yes, I want people to be happier. Sure. But as for a movie, that bittersweet ending is very good, dude. I think it made it for me. It made it for yes. me because this could have easily just been like, okay, you got to see all your favorites come back, and then it's the end, and it all wraps up in a nice tight bow. And and I think maybe some people wanted that, but like the the core of this movie is still this version of Peter Parker, uh, and how he had to lose his aunt and learn that despite all of that he still has to remember that with great power there must also become there must also come great responsibility uh losing that losing his friend losing you know his girlfriend all of those things for the sake of saving lives saving the multiverse and nobody will know nobody can know nobody Uh, can know dude he's mm -hmm. uh, the thankless hero it's like a a thread of the spider-man dna is Mm -hmm. being a hero sucks Mm mm-hmm it fucking sucks. That res- responsibility sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he's a fun guy and he's funny, but that responsibility of it, man, it's just no, not a picnic. Mm-hmm. So I, I love seeing those scenes. It's yeah. great. Same here. No, the the ending cinched it. Like it, it really solidified. Like this is, this is his journey. This is the emotion. This is like what this movie is about. Is about the sacrifice he's willing yes, to make at the end. Yes. Yes. God. So I, I mean, it's it's a 10 out of 10, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of anything wrong with it. I have to see it again. But I'm sure like, the people this in the is, comment section will remind us. <laughs> this, Yeah, this is what we want. <laughs> we want this from the MCU. Yeah. That's not, not necessarily multiverse shit every time, but this level of storytelling. Right. Honestly, if MCU is like this one in 2021 and then a break and then Guardians 3, like this year. People wouldn't be shooting on Marvel. They'd be like, yeah, they got it. <laughs> they, they, they got it, no problem. Uh, a part of my gut tells me, and this is with no evidence whatsoever, that's why I say gut, mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to knock Fantastic Four straight out the goddamn park. They're, they're, they, they're, it's kind of precious to them because it's Marvel's first family. But maybe we can talk about that in the Patreon later. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, let's hope, right? When it comes I would to like to think. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. like to think. Doctor Doom was going to be badass as fuck, hopefully. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, we'll go <laughs> we'll go from there. Again, mm. from if anybody that's work as a writer in the W in the uh, in the MCU that happens upon this, like, yeah, we. I guess you guys already know. Like, what the fuck does it even matter what I say? <laughs> like, we just we have more shit like this, more like Guardians three. Mm-hmm. Every MCU movie, like, oh shit, oh mm-hmm. my god, emotional like, stakes, emotional stakes, like crazy swings here and there, shit you never thought would happen. Thor's dead in the next one, or I don't know, like something <laughs> big shit every right. time mm-hmm. happening, good and bad. Yep. And on that note. That is superhero stuff you should know. Coming soon from Newverse Creative. Riddle me this, Fred! What is everything to someone and nothing to everyone else? Your mind! In an uncertain world, in a chaotic time, justice wears a mask. Batman does not kill? What if those slain during his fight with Jack Napier, the Joker? Love is a game. Let's just say I could write a heck of a paper on why a grown man dresses up like a flying rodent. Bats aren't rodents, Dr. Meridian. Power is a machine. Question marks, Mr. Wayne. My work raises so many question marks. Here's one for you. Why hasn't anybody put you in your place? And revenge is a trap. The bat must die. Courage now. I saved your bad butt back there. I think a little appreciation is in order. Truth always. Who's the boy wonder, Batman? Experience the original Batman forever. Finally performed in the style of the Burtonverse. I see without seeing. To me, darkness is as clear as daylight. What am I? Batman 3, based on the screenplay by Lee and Janet Scott Batchelor with Akiva Goldsman. Adapted by Ben Wan from superhero stuff you should know. My parents were murdered in front of me. I was just a kid. I can't remember exactly what happened, but now there's a new element, a red leather book. Coming soon. Big thanks to Dan for gathering all the concept art, all the visuals for this YouTube video. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Uh, we are going to get comments on, go over comments on the pulp verse that we pitched on. So thank nice. you guys for checking that out. Uh, at Dosota said, I'm down for a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type film featuring The Shadow, The Phantom, Dick Tracy, The Rocketeer, Doc Savage. I know The Rocketeer is a 1980s creation, but heck, throw him in there anyway. He had a great 1990s adaptation. Could be cool. Yes, I think... 
people would watch this man it could it could definitely be like like i think maybe you said it ben like it could be apple apple plus's thing yeah they're uh, what they do on their network, you know, it's another fucking surface to get. But anyway, from mm-hmm. their perspective, from somebody that doesn't have a superhero thing yet, yeah, you know, it, it could be theirs. It's kind of mm-hmm. up for the picking. I mean, there's a whole like, you know, we do this old school kind of thing, and maybe that turns some people down, some people off. But mm-hmm. there could be a little bit of that too with with this. Not too he- not too overly heavy handed, but a little bit of like I'm a, I'm old school baby kind of vibe yeah. mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, this is a cool uh, team up, Dosota. Yeah, definitely. Somebody get on it. Damn fool, idealistic crusader says the two biggest legends of the pulps deserve a definitive adaptation. I've dreamed of doing a shadow film or series for years. The original pulp series, the original pulp stories, are relatively tailor made for basic adaptation, and adhering to Walter Gibson's concept is the way to go. Bro, okay, if you're dreaming of making it, get your phone and some friends. And go fucking make it, dude. Um, and this is my advice to you. I'm doing this now with my shit with Metal Force. Ben's doing mm-hmm. it with his stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're if doing means making a film, well, yeah, you say shadow film, yeah. I don't know if it was a book or something for a second there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, I mean, be a fan yeah. film. He doesn't have the rights, but still, you do a fan film if that's your dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, bandages don't cost that much. Talk to some friends of yours cool. and yeah, the and, bandana. The bandana, I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry, I got to mix it with Hush there for a second. <laughs> the fucking the bandana, yes, goes across his face. So yeah, I mean, this thing stood out to me, man. I or, or well, the scarf, I should say, I guess. Yeah, the scarf. <laughs> so, and maybe you know, spend a little bit of money and get a tripod for your phone, and uh, go from there, dude. Because I mean, that's that's how you do it. But yeah, cool comment for sure. Nice. Uh, next one, Steve Newton four one one zero says, as a huge shadow file and admirer <laughs> of Doc Savage and other heroes from the Pulp Fiction genre, as well as someone who has essentially checked out from what comics and their recent recent live action interpretations has become, I have to say that this needs to happen. <laughs> well, we agree too. That's why we pitched it. Yeah, it's a no brainer, really. Yeah, you know, I don't so, know why. I don't know why it's not being made. Glad we had a lot of uh, Shadow and Doc Savage fans that we didn't know about in the audience. They're so. around. Cool. All right. Let's go into the shout-outs. Woo! Okay, everybody. So we want to thank Jack G, Put Your Guns On, and Michael C, and everybody else up here on the board. Thank you guys so much. And we have now told you about our friends, and we would like you to do us a favor. We want you to tell all your friends about us. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.